Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome to this new episode of the Secrets of a Witch podcast with me, Sabrina Scott, where I talk all about life, love, healing, magic, witchcraft, tarot, spirituality, mediumship, and everything in between. And I'm so stoked for today's episode for reasons which I'm hoping will become obvious, but you know, it's an important topic. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about debunking the five biggest myths about learning magic. So these myths are like so common and I do find that they hold so many people back from diving into and claiming this thing called magic, this thing called spirituality, this thing called energy work, and all of it is more than a thing. It's really a way of being. It's a lifestyle. It is a cosmology. It is a way of experiencing the world and being in the world. And a lot of folks, for some reason, which we'll get into some of the reasons why today, but a lot of folks cut themselves off from this, this beautiful slice of life, this beautiful way of being, this beautiful way of just moving and being in the vibe, following the vibes, you know? And so I just see a lot of folks making and buying into false assumptions about what it takes to successfully learn magic in a way that feels both effective and aligned. And I've been around the block a few times now, trust me. It just seems like so many people just talk themselves completely out of this whole magic thing before they even start. And that breaks my heart. And I've seen people do this even if they've been so into witchcraft and magic in theory for a really, really long time. And I just see a lot of folks sitting in this like desire space for decades and not really making much progress and we're gonna talk all about that today so guess what I know that some of these myths are probably myths that some of y'all are telling yourselves maybe not maybe you're gonna listen to this and be like no I'm good but I know that at least some of these myths are gonna land for some of you and so It would seem quite silly to me not to like make space for this conversation and just talk about it and name this and just debunk these things. I think a lot of this is what is holding folks back from actually leveling up their spiritual practice and being more successful at life. Like it's a thing. So here we go. Myth number one in order to actually do magic, you need to look or dress a certain way. And have loads of magical trinkets all around your home. Believe it or not, people tell themselves this. So I hear this all the time and it absolutely kills me. Folks who practice and learn magic and learn to get super good at it can look any kind of way. From super goth to Adidas tracksuit to pink floral dresses to anything in between. What you look like has absolutely no bearing on whether or not you belong in magical community or whether or not learning magic is for you. Having giant pentagram earrings and a velvet cloak aren't 
prerequisites to learn or do magic. Personally, I don't have either of those things and I never have. You're enough and you fit just exactly as you are. And you know what? I do love a good magical trinket, don't get me wrong, but I do have all that shit my apartment because I love it because it feels like me like I've got an altar with statues and candles and like wacky looking stuff everywhere and some of it does look super magical and woo woo and like intense and I love that stuff because it does feel authentic to who I am it does feel like me like there's no pentagrams to be seen any which where but like I do have a lot of stuff that people who aren't in this space would probably consider spooky (laughs) you know But that's me. Like, I love maximalism. I'm all about collecting cute objects and, like, interesting art and stuff. But maybe you hate that. Maybe you're not into, like, maximalism or clutter or collecting. Maybe you're a minimalist. You know what? That's cool. You can still be a witch. That's fine. You don't need to buy anything, really. And what I'm trying to say here is that the witch aesthetic, quote unquote, as we see on the internet, and as I saw all over witchcraft stores in the 90s, and even now, still today, at a lot of witchy events, all of that aesthetic stuff doesn't actually have anything to do whatsoever with witchcraft, what it is, how it works. Some people dig medieval shit. Okay, cool, do that. And you can do you no matter what that looks like. You don't need to change anything about your own aesthetic preferences to be able to learn magic and do it well. And actually, your magic is best served by you knowing yourself and fully embracing the entirety of who and what you are, your unique specificity. We want that to shine bright and we want you to feel confident and capable with all of that. And the more you know who you are, the more your magic is going to flourish. Myth number two, you need to be Wiccan to practice magic. So no, no, and no, all caps underlined. So it is totally true that Wicca is an important part of the contemporary Western, like, lacy of magic, blah, blah, blah. Like, I would never deny that. Wicca is behind the eight sabbats, the wheel of the year you see in a lot of like generic neo-pagan like spaces. Personally, I don't give a shit about those eight. Like I like the solstices and the equinoxes. That's my thing. Like, yes, I do like Halloween. But other than that, like I do not pay attention to that stuff because I'm not Wiccan. A lot of folks do pay attention to that. And you know what? That's okay. That stuff came from Wicca, for sure, for sure. And Wicca has done a lot to push i would say the agenda of contemporary witchcraft in the west i think it's really hard to look at any contemporary magical tradition today even if it is a reconstructionist and just say it's like devoid of wicca like i don't think it's really possible like i think wicca has kind of touched everything in the west anyway with how we talk about magic how we talk about witchcraft again even if you're recon personally that's my feeling on it knowing the history that i do That being said, you absolutely do not need to be Wiccan in any shape or form to practice magic or to do witchcraft. That is just like, you know, the two things are different. Like Wicca is a religion. Magic and witchcraft is a series of techniques and practices. You can be Wiccan and practice magic. You can be Christians and practice magic, etc, etc, etc. Which actually leads me into my next myth. Myth number three. Christians can't or don't or shouldn't practice magic. 
So this one from the total opposite end of the spectrum isn't true either. <laughs> and this may come as a surprise, even to some of you who are more experienced. So let's talk about it. So Christianity, hands down, has a lot of powerful magic within it, and in my opinion, always fucking has. That's my opinion. And while it might be controversial for me to say so, some of my favorite places to visit when I've traveled have actually been the Christian churches and Christian spiritual sites. The holy water and the candles I've bought or collected from those locations and little trinkets and statues have often packed more of a magical punch than what I've found in most New Age witchy stores. No word of a lie. I am not making that up. This is like a fact. I don't know if you've ever been to a Christian church like in France or whatever. Touched the holy water with your hands. It feels fucking electrifying. Like it's insane. More magic I felt there than in like the the average like witchy circle thing that I've been to over the years like hands like there's no contest for me hands down where I've experienced more energy and more vibes and more magic for the most part like it is such a thing and I know a lot of witchy folks maybe don't want to hear that but energy is energy energetic potency is energetic potency magic is magic whether we want to call it prayer or something else, right? And I've lit candles in those Christian churches and prayed my heart out. And, you know, there is a witchcraft to that. Whether everyone wants to admit that or not is another thing. But the truth is, no matter what spiritual or religious cosmology resonates with you, yes, even if it is Christianity, witchcraft and magic are things you can do without abandoning your spiritual worldview and cosmology, no matter what it is. Trust me. And so if you want to, if you feel called, if you vibe with the whole magic thing, yes, you can practice. And I guarantee whatever spiritual system you vibe with, magic in some form has been done in that context. I swear, I'll bet you like 50 bucks. <laughs> magic is everywhere. Energy work is in pretty much every fucking religion. Every way of understanding the world, every cosmology. Myth number four. You need to have grown up with and be super sure about tons of really deep spiritual mystical experiences before you can start learning magic. So this is fake. It's called imposter syndrome and everyone starts somewhere. So you can also start from zero. You can start from minus 10. You can start from minus 20. That's okay. So while I grew up with spirits wandering around in a context that allowed me a little bit of space to cultivate and embrace my spirituality, it's like the only good thing about my childhood, <laughs> I definitely don't think that's the norm and it sure as fuck is not a requirement, right? So some people have a lot of wacky spiritual or mystical experiences growing up and some don't. That's okay. That's cool. Either way is fine. You're not a fraud if you've never had any spiritual experiences before the age of 10, and you're sure as hell not a lost cause. I promise you that. And you know what? I personally do love working with folks who feel spiritually closed, and I love helping them learn to open that part of themselves up and blossom and bloom and become more sensitive. That's awesome. I love that. It's so fun to teach people that. 
And on the total other end of the spectrum, I also love working with folks who have had so many wacky, potent, crazy experiences that they don't necessarily know what to do with that or how to make it stop, how to close the spiritual floodgates. I also love helping these people with their energetic and spiritual boundaries. Like it is so fun. So no matter which where you are, you can still learn to sort it out. You can still do this magic thing and you can still incorporate it into your life in a way that feels good. So myth number five, you need to buy like a zillion crystals and be okay with waving magical wands and knives around. And you need to celebrate a bunch of new holidays. <laughs> so again, no. And unfortunately, we do have a lot of popular witchy 101 books to thank for this bullshit nonsense myth. So I've been doing this whole witchcraft and magic thing for more than 20 years. And using a magic wand has never felt right to me. I do have one that I bought when I was like 10. It's like in my storage box somewhere. Will I ever use it? No. Is it a beautiful relic from childhood? Absolutely. But I I never used it even then. I just bought it because the books told me to. <laughs> and it's like just never been used. It's gorgeous, but yeah, never been used. And I don't own a magical knife commonly known as an athame either. I prefer to just use my hands to direct and work with energy. I don't have that many crystals. I don't celebrate Wiccan holidays. You know, like you really can create your own unique way of practicing. Like you do not need to be cookie cutter. You do not need to just like copy paste what's in the books. You like really don't need to. You can make your own practice, your own rituals, your own holidays, your own techniques, all of that. So there are so many books and teachers, let's be real, out there parading around the idea that real witchcraft quote-unquote involves following certain instructions about what to buy one crystal for every day of the week in every slightly bad mood or else you're a fake witch called out (laughs) but the truth of the matter is if you hate candles it's cool you can still be a successful practicing witch without ever buying one if crystals and herbs aren't your jam there's other ways to do magic witchcraft and magic have nothing to do with wiccan holidays which have commonly been removed from that context and presented as generic neo-pagan things all witches care about, but the reality couldn't be further from the truth. That shit don't resonate with me, it never has, and I've been able to create a magical practice that is both deeply personal and highly effective, as well as being super grounding. I don't practice those holidays, you don't need to either, right? Learning magic isn't about conforming to one generic post-Wiccan way of doing things. It's about you getting in touch with yourself, what you resonate with, who you are, and what you believe. Right? That's what this is really about. You reclaiming your life, you reclaiming your magic, you reclaiming you. And diving into experiencing the world on a deeper fucking level because that's what witchcraft and magic is that's what animism is that's what energy work is that's what all of this is and so now that you can hopefully see and actually internalize the fact that these myths are just common misunderstandings or even just misinformation circulated within spiritual and witchy spaces i do not want you to let any of these myths stop you from diving in and starting on your deeper journey into magic witchcraft and your own personal and spiritual power right (laughs) 
It's so important to just debunk these myths that are keeping so many people back from really living a lo- like the life that they want to live, you know, and so maybe that's you. I don't know, maybe maybe not. But if it is you, if you've fallen prey to these myths, if you are someone who does feel ready to dive in to witchcraft and magic in a meaningful fucking way, send me an email, ceo at sabrinamscott.com. I'm doing a little teeny for the spring equinox, which just passed uh, sale on my biggest wham pow jam packed advanced intensive course on witchcraft and magic which is called magic without bullshit i'm going to be offering 500 dollars off so if you're curious to learn everything about the course if you would love to grab these savings hit me up over email ceo at sabrinamscott.com and i'll just take two seconds to share a tiny little bit about what the curriculum is and if you email me i'll send you literally all of this and even more in-depth info but one of the things i love so much about this course is that it starts with module zero belief in cosmology which is something that so many witches don't pay attention to like whatsoever it's so 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 important and there's literally 17 videos in that module alone module one is on energy work 16 videos in that alone probably my favorite video in that is on instigating energetic shifts another one is on energetic consent yet another one on energetic noticing whole module on ritual one of my favorite videos in that and there's 15 videos in that module is magic is a crutch spicy topic another one is on when to do magic and when not to another is on tradition versus innovation oh it's just so good like this course is so fucking juicy i got an email recently from someone asking for advice on how to choose your patron deity how to choose which spirits to work with and i have a whole fucking module on that too in this course module three on connection collaboration communion 15 videos in this who do we invite in who do we connect with ways of framing communing with spirits spirit beings ancestors divinities environment culture animals plants collaborators like cups wands knives pentacles everything oh my god like this like the juiciest witchcraft course on the internet and i would love to invite you in if you do have any questions about it if you're interested in diving into magic this year This course is for you 100 million percent. If you've got a question, the answer to it is probably in the course. But if you'd like to chat it out and just explore what this course looks like and how that fits into your magical journey, your magical healing, your spiritual transformation, again, pop me an email, ceo at (laughs) sabrinamscott.com, like forgetting my own URL, and just mention magic without bullshit. I'll give you everything you need to know. We'll talk it out. And I am so excited to hear from you. Let me know if any of these myths were things that you believed at one point. Let me know. Let me know. If you dig the podcast, please give me a five-star rating. It honestly means the world and it really does help with the podcast algorithms or whatever. Again, my website is sabrinamscott.com. Say hello at ceo at sabrinamscott.com.
looking forward to chatting with y'all. Take care. Bye.